Thanks for joining us for our 19th, I think, I think we're still keeping track, our 19th episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, hope you um, had lots of um, family and family time in Turkey and wonderful um wonderful holiday season um, with Thanksgiving and if you aren't an American and you don't celebrate Thanksgiving hope you had a nice weekend um, either way so uh, I've got a nice group with me today on the podcast I've got Noah hi <laughs> Kiara hey everyone and Tim hey how's it going all right so let's just get to it uh, Big elephant in the room, obviously the MNET Asian Music Awards. So we'll um, talk about that uh, mainly, but um, a few things uh, have been going on in the world of K-pop. So I do want to mention that first. Uh, first of all, uh, BAP, uh, they've got a little drama going on um, in the grand tradition of members just flipping off their management this year. Um, BAP has filed a lawsuit to nullify their contracts with TS Entertainment. Uh, on uh, the 5th, TS Entertainment sent out a press release um, basically refuting um, what BAP has been saying have been, um, they've been working under unfair, unfair conditions, they haven't been paid properly, the company, um, the agency responded back by saying in October the members stated through their manager that they would like to take a break. Respecting that opinion, we canceled all schedules including the South America tour and Japan tour and gave the members a, a long vacation and then they added that the members took time to recharge themselves and continue to be in contact with the company. Uh, as far as I know, BAP is still uh, not really buying that line. But uh, and um, recently, it came out that Hyosung from Secret also um, made a statement saying that um, she hasn't had any problems with TS, but um, they've been pretty. Um, you know, been pretty um, on the defensive as far as all the things that they've been accused of. Um, what do we have to say about this? I mean, is it just idols are getting really bold now, or they're just getting tired of the crap, or I mean, they're 
they're pretty much on the the defensive, and they're just like, well, if we did something, we're we're sorry. We 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 didn't, you know, mean to disrupt you or whatever. And BAP is just like, you guys treated us like slaves, and so it's not really mm. much of a. Well, it's kind of the opposite of what SM does. They're they're very much on the defensive. It seems like. It's exactly the same as SM, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, but because well, not how SM handles it though is I think yeah, is it actually it is is they're blaming it on on the the BAP on the group members and how they're how they lack loyalty or they are ungrateful. The only difference is that they're not Chinese, pretty much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like I, BAP is a group I'm do not, I do not care about. Uh, I'm indifferent to them. Like, I wish them the best luck, and I hope it turns out well for both them and TS. But the thing, I like, uh, I I saw a, a YouTube clip with Ichiro Kimchi that they ex they were, where they explained the whole issue with that comp that a lot of idols have with their companies, and I had no idea. It's like it's ridiculous. It's, they're putting it like they're kids. First of all, when they get in, when they get into uh, a company, they're about age maybe 15, 14, and or younger, and then they stay until the 18, 19, and then they debut. Like they they put these kids in debt since from the from the age of 14, 15, and like let's say they invest one million dollars or five hundred thousand dollars. They never get out. They can never get out of debt. They always, for every new promotion, for every new dance they learn, for every, it like it, for anything, for food except for food and housing and training, anything that they want to add to the debt, they add it, and they don't, and and it never stops. Like it okay. continues. But um, let's say on that point, Noah, because I have seen this argument other places. We do have we do have the the knowledge though that a lot of people are going into this willingly knowing this i mean they yeah. talk about they go on shows and they talk about it you know all the time you know my you know my agency you know we haven't gotten paid you know my agency yeah. you know puts me on diets and i can only you know drink water and eat you know a celery stalk a day and so and in some way, it's it's. I mean, not saying it's right, but we do have some awareness of, you know, I'm going into this, you know, horrible, you know, music factory, you know, um, pop music factory. But I'm doing it because there's a, you know, fifty, twenty percent chance I might become famous. Even less. Or less yeah. than that, yeah. I'm probably being vague. Yeah, I, I do not argue like that. But first of all, I do agree to some extent. Their parents uh, should own a part of it. Of this is not just you cannot just blame the companies. But come on, they they were 14, 15 when they got. Uh, who doesn't want to be famous at the age of 14, 15? Like uh, every kid's dream is nowadays is oh I want to be famous, especially in a country like Korea where celebrities and celebrity culture is so big like everybody wants to be a celebrity one way or another and who doesn't want to be an idol 
and, and well, and, my problem. I get I get your point. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but I understand kind of where you're coming at. The problem that I have with this is like, yes, all these kids want to be an idol, but why? I mean, they're not. Their situation is is bad. BAP situation is very bad, and um, I'm not going to make my point right now, but I just mm. want to uh, interject on this thing that you're, this point you're making. My problem is, I, I, don't, I don't know for sure the rule in Korea, I don't know if at 15 you are allowed by yourself to sign legal documents. Nobody has admitted yet if these kids are allowed to sign legal documents by themselves, but in most countries, if you are not a legal adult, you cannot sign legal documents yet. No, you can't. You can't sign a contract. So but, it's not. But your parents can. Right, but your parents can. So it's still you can't put that on the company because you're blaming the company for the slave contract that their parents have signed. The parents of these children have signed and put their kids into. It's not the company's fault. Why change something that works if people are willing to sign it? You can't blame a company for doing its best. To make the most yeah, profit, but that's the that's the problem. No, 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 no. Like, and this is the one thing that I understood from the whole uh, TLDR video. Like, the, first of all, these kids, except, like I said, except for lodging, for every new promotion, like they don't have, they don't, don't, they don't get to choose who's gonna be their choreographer. They can pay for the most expensive choreographer. They can pay for, uh, like, a special, uh, like. Like a, uh, like they can hire like a, a person from another famous group and add them to the video and they and they keep on adding and adding to the depth like so if so basically if let's say the these kids owe like from the start from from the training and everything else they owe like like five hundred thousand dollars one million dollars they can end up with astronomical like huge depth like up to Several millions of dollars, and even and that's even after they're famous. So this is not like so this, this so this is not like they're paying off because like, because everything they make most of it goes to uh, profit and the rest goes to paying the employees of the company for the stylists to the dancers to everybody else and a and the small and the smallest portion of of the money they're making goes to the BEP. So basically... Well, having seen that, do you think what we've seen with BAP lately and Luhan and his whole, um, you know, mediation, um, legal yeah. mumbo-jumbo with SM, and basically, I mean... Half of the over half the scandals this year is about somebody leaving the company or someone, you know, complaining about poor treatment. So, do you think this? Do you guys think this is a constant, like a, you know, an actual, you know, a concentrated effort by um, performers and artists to just be like, you know, okay, we're done with this. We want, you know, actual. You know contracts that have some benefit on our side. Well, the thing the thing is um, with BAP, uh, BAP is in this situation that I think people are. I think 
this is the only situation I've ever seen where a lot of people are on the fence about if they want to be on BAP's side or not. And I think that a lot of people who are on the fence are like pressed other mem other TS fans, right? Like, I'm a TS fan of Secret, so I'm pressed kind of thing. And I, I don't mm -hmm. think this is right, blah, blah, blah. The thing that I think people miss about BAP is how long they've been here versus how much work that they've put in. BAP has had 13 singles. 13. They have been mm. here for three years. Wow. They have literally not had a break. And and they've had four Japanese singles. Granted, they're, you know, they're rehashing of songs that they've already made, but they still had, you know, four Japanese promotions. They have had a tour all around Japan that was quickly within months followed up by a world tour that consisted of dates that were separated by like maybe three days in opposite sides of the country in places that they were at. They have literally nonstop been working and their complaint is they've seen like no profit from it. That's what I mean, their complaint is. And They're, don't forget they had a South American tour as well. Right. That that I counted that in the world tour. They had just a world okay giant adventure they went on. Um, I think yeah. the South America thing happened way before their world tour, so that's fair. They've literally, though, basically been nonstop, haven't had a real break. We haven't seen them on the shows because they're busy touring. They can't be on shows. That's how busy they've been. Kiara, so, Kiara did you have something to say? No, no. I thought I heard you break in. Okay. <laughs> no, no. You go ahead. Continue, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm not a BAP fan at all. I think all their music sounds the same. But to say they haven't been working really hard, no, I, I can't buy that. I, and they're, no. they're saying that BAP is ungrateful. Well, they should be. They're being worked like dogs. I would and be they make, if I was being worked like dogs. Like a dog. They make, they make $400 a month. Right. And for any amount. Like, I'm sorry, the amount that they're working, unless they're getting paid like celebrities who go on their own, like celebrities in the West who go on their own tour that have real say, then yeah. fine. I could be like, that's fine. Like, Big Bang goes on crazy long tours for long periods of time. Well, but they get paid really well, and everybody knows they get paid. So it's different. Yeah. But you're talking yeah. about this group that's living the hard life that all idols are living, but they are promoting like crazy more than any other idol that's currently promoting. They're doing more yeah. than that. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's my whole point. And the worst part, this is not even the bad part, the worst part is the companies never tell you how much of, the, how much of what you're making or what the company's making off you is going to the BEP. So they don't have they have no clue. They don't know how how much money they're making, what goes to what, how much they're paying for the stylists and dancers or whatever else. They have nothing to say in it. They're and they they're not allowed to have phones. They are not allowed to go out of the dorm. They are not allowed to take a break when they want to take a break. They, so and of course I think it's just ridiculous. I, I can when I saw that video when I understood how awful it actually is, I was, I was literally shocked. Yeah, I mean, do you guys think this is some sort of, I guess on a last note, um, I yeah. think Tim mentioned that, you know, there are actually some people that are kind of, you know, because TS is kind of pulling the whole, well, you know, if we didn't know if we were, you know, if we did something bad, we're sorry, appreciate our artists, and da da da. Um, so some people, I guess, are, you know, unsure as to whether to take, whom side to take. 
that this is going to be a kind of a long, messy, you know, kind of drawn out thing, or, I mean, BAP, you think they can, I mean, I, I don't, I don't follow them that much, but I don't know if, you know, can, can they stand to have, you know, long drawn out legal battle going on? Yeah. You know, it's like say, you know, Luhan, like I mean, he's just like whatever, he can he can, you know, keep this thing going for you know forever, you know. Mediation with SM, you know, he'll probably, you know, keep this thing going until he SM gets tired of it. He's like, you know. Yeah. But um B B A P I I don't know if they could Well, it well. it depends, right? There's mon there's still money. Um a lot of lawyers work by um um, what is the word for it? A lot of lawyers don't get paid until after, after the mm -hmm. fact. Like depending on how well your case does and such. Obviously, you still have to pay them something, but a lot of them, it it it's dependent on how the case goes. So, I mean, I'm sure that's the last thing on their mind right now because they are literally in a situation where their life sucks. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but if you even if you don't watch BAP, if you just look at their body of work in the short time that they've been here, the first thing you should wonder is how. Because if you compare them to any other group that debuted at yeah. the same time as them, nobody has that kind of profile that they have. Not not even close. No one does. So, I mean, they're working so hard for for nothing. They're working for pennies, and that's their complaint, and they deserve to fight. I mean, I have no problem with them fighting. Um, does that mean I think they're going to win? I don't know, because they had other members from their label stand up and say they don't have problems with their with their company. So it's kind of like, I mean, it's not like and when SM has a really battle seen, and mostly quiet, you know. And I'm thinking of um, Hyosung, we haven't really seen a girl group stand up and seriously, you know, take on their company for these kind of treatments either. We've seen them, like, make references, but not in a serious way, just more matter-of-fact, you know, can't right. do anything about it. Only Kara, right? Right, only yeah, Kara. Yeah, yeah, Kara. Twice, the, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, never took it, they, they never took it to the court, though. Yeah. They, they settled, right. They were about right. to take it to court, and then... Um, DSP bent to them basically, uh, it, but we've seen other company, other labels that have had problems, and their members. The solution is to leave. I mean, that's what they do. Like Nine Muses, there's problems with that label. People know there are known problems with Star Empire, and there's been a scandal about them too, as well as how yeah. they run their company. But we know that's why Sarah left. We know that's why Unji got out of there. Like we know they left because they couldn't deal with that label. And that's kind of the difference, I guess. For whatever reason, girls just bounce. They get, they, they're allowed to leave. I don't know what the difference is. I, I don't know. I don't, or maybe, I, I don't know, it seems maybe, maybe the guys feel like there's more of a, I don't know, it's like we need to get together in, in order to you know, take down the man type of thing. I, I don't know. It, <laughs> I don't want to kind of, I don't, want to imply that, you know, with the girl groups, it seems like every man, woman for herself, but... Well, no, no, um, I don't think it's that. I think <laughs> yeah. the difference is that, um, and I, um, I, I don't know, maybe this is wrong, but for me, from what I've gathered, it just seems like guys are way more willing to just put all their dirty laundry out there and be like, this is what's going on, forget you guys. Like, yeah. they'll cut real quick, boom, we're gonna sue you, and that's it, like, 
they're not they're not going to play the game. They will put themselves in the media. They will put themselves out there and be like, we're going to fight you. Um, I think part of that may be the fact that the majority of the fan base in Korea supports male groups because That's it's true. The, the majority of the that. fan base in Korea are girls. That's who's yeah. buying all these albums. And I feel like people forget that because it's always like, oh, well, why is it so sexist, blah, blah, blah. It's because the majority of the fan base, the people who buy everything, the people who go nuts for groups, they're girls. It's a bunch of young girls who are out there buying 10 of EXO's album, you know, 15 of EXO's album. Those are girls. It's not guys that are doing that. So yeah. and they I mean, know they have this fan base who's so so rabid and so loud that will support them. They're gonna. They believe that. I think this is my feeling, anyways. That the guy groups believe that these girls will stand behind them. These people will stand behind them. The faceless netizens. That becomes a real thing that you have to deal with as a company. Whereas yeah. girl groups don't have that kind of following. And I think that because of that, there are they're in the situation where it's kind of like, well, we just have to deal with it, and there's going to be people who are just like, I can't, I just can't do it anymore. Because it's not even like most of those groups have bad reputations with the people who leave. Like, Nine Muses is still really close to Sarah, and Sarah left. She's their leader, and she left. But it's clear that they understand, it seems like they understand, like, oh, she just couldn't deal with it, I don't blame her, kind of deal. That's the vibe I get, you know. Right. Well, having said that, I mean, um, you know, you can just look at any instance, I feel, with, you know, a female K-pop idol and any kind of scandal, really, to see, you know, how they tend to get treated online by other net, other netizens, other fans, um, if they, you know, just say something that sounds, sounds wrong. But this is a continuing thing, and um, so far, we haven't heard any... enough about it, yeah. Yeah, we haven't heard really enough from both sides, so don't really know who's taking, who's going to take the next step. Um, oh, no, it, it's actually it's actually BAP. They're going to sue uh, TS also for defamation, apparently. Okay. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I mean, BAP. <laughs> yeah. So BAP is you know. for blood. Yeah, they're 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 really um, trying to take this thing somewhere, and um, so far TS. Um, all we've heard from them is, um, you know, oh, my bad, you know, type of thing. So I uh, have, you know, yet to see the last of this, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Next thing I uh, wanted to mention, I know we've got the two roommate experts on <laughs> the panel tonight. Um, and I'm sorry, I, just, I haven't had the time to watch the show. And I know you guys, maybe when the thing is whole all over, I'll binge watch, you know, like, you know, some other shows and, and watch it all at one time. It's um, long. Every episode is like an hour and a half, so good luck. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've, I've done that with Korean dramas before, but I haven't done that in a while, so we'll, we'll see. But I did see, um, I saw this one going around uh, and on the internet, this piece of news, and um, it really kind of stuck with me, uh, especially since... Um, Considering what happened, and uh, it just seemed uh, it's just it was just a, a weird thing. I I thought so. Uh, Jackson from Got Seven, of course, is a pretty prominent guy on the show. Um, apparently, yeah, well, yeah, for, understatement. Yes, Roommate Jackson is probably the most popular member on Roommate right now. In fact. 
I would bet everything that I own on the fact that Jackson is the most popular member. For me. What about Junji? What? No, Jackson is more popular than Youngji. Yeah, I don't watch the show, but I know Jackson's more popular than Youngji. Yeah, I mean, Jackson's he's the, the one I always hear about. He's Jackson. a boy, so he's the most popular member. <laughs> okay, so on the most recent episode, apparently, uh, the PDs uh, tricked Jackson into thinking his mother had come to visit and got him all excited, and they were like, oh, this is our hidden camera prank. But what kind of makes this scene turn kind of sour is that Jackson's mother mother is sick, and he had to leave her for two years for his career in Korea. And, of course, it wasn't his mother that, you know, came up. It was Lee Gukju. And, you know, of course, you know, Jackson got very emotional over it. And, uh... For me personally, I you know I have a you know a mother that you know is suffering from an illness, and I, I'm you know I look at that and I just think what you know if somebody did that to me, I'd probably be turning over tables and cameras. <laughs> I mean that's I mean that's I mean you know, especially if people they're close to their parents, and you know we just talked about with idols you know they go through so much. You know, this is their dream to, to to get to where they are, and you know he's probably gone through so much most emotional, emotionally, mentally, and then the PD's like rubbing their hands together. He he, this is gonna be great television, and it just uh just one of those things like why how did they think that that was that was a good thing and you know a lot of Nezans are on Jackson's side obviously, and you know just saying why. Why in the hell did they do that? You know, so um, yeah, just something that I that popped out for me, and, and given how popular this this iteration of the show is, and um, how much Kiara and um, Tim love this show, I don't know if you guys have any extra insights into that, or have they been doing stuff like this? Okay. Prior. Um, so here we go. Before before I get into this, Ash, <laughs> did you actually watch the scene? Or did you just read the article? I haven't seen much of the scene, so I will okay. I will admit to that. Okay. Um. So first off, that article is super baiting. Um, mm-hmm. all of the articles that came out about this thing is super baiting. Now I'm gonna preface this. Jackson is the reason that I watch this show. I love Jackson, and what happened to him sucks. It's really sad. When I watched it, I was devastated for him. That being said. It's not that bad. It's no worse than any other prank that has been played on an idol. Jackson took part in the prank that they played on Yugyum where they made him feel like he was worthless and that he was letting his group down in Real Got or, or the I Got 7 show. They made him feel terrible. They stuck it out. They even had a fake fight between Jackson and JB and then they told they told Yugyum they were kidding and made Yugyum cry. So, this is a thing that happens to every group. It is part of the Korean watching things culture. They just do these pranks that are very inconsiderate to get the reaction to it, to attempt to make the person cry. It happens to every group. Like, I mean, B- BTS did it recently. Not recently, but BTS did it when they first debuted. Like, it's just, it is a thing that people do. It 
makes people feel very fondly about the person that it's being done to, you know, people relate to them. So, first off, I have no problem with hitting cameras. If you don't like pranks, then just, okay, that's fine, I understand. Pranks suck, I get it. Um, I'm indifferent about pranks. I sometimes think they're funny. I think people take them too far very often. This one was taken very far. But I don't think that PDs were sitting there rubbing their hands together like, oh, let's ruin this. Because realistically, what they did created a ton of buzz. Tons of people watched this episode to see that scene. So it, it's, it's super effective. I mean, in terms of marketing, it's genius. But anyways... So I'm going to play it all out for you. The people they had that they that they set up the scene with is Kongjun and Gukju. Gukju knows because she was in the car, she heard the whole thing with Jackson's mom. Uh, or parts yeah. of it, anyways, as far as we saw. Kongjun was not in that car. He was not there for that scene. So unless he goes back and watches the show, he has absolutely no reason to know that other than maybe they talked about it at some point, but there's no proof. We have no proof that they talked about it. So he doesn't know. We also don't know how sick Jackson's mom is. People are acting like Jackson's mom is dying of cancer. We don't know. She's just sick. We know that she's sick, but sick is... That's all he, that's all he said, and that she had to stop working because of it. So it could be severe. It could be the fact that Jackson's dad has a good job. He's not hurting for money, so maybe she was like, well, I'm sick and working sucks, so I'm not going to do it. Because she didn't sound very, she sounded very lively when they talked on the phone. And she seemed very lively when they met in person and they got to see each other, which wasn't that long ago. Um, it was during the JYP family concert, they got to see each other. And from all fan accounts of seeing that mother, she was lively. So I'm guessing she probably has something wrong with her. I'm not saying that she's not super sick. I'm not discrediting the sick line. I'm just saying people are holding on to it like she's dying of cancer and we don't know yet. So don't. Don't just go crazy about that part. That's kind of my issue. Um, but they play this prank on him. He clearly falls for it. All of GOT7 is there, and um, Kong Jun says, call for your mom, right? And you hear him, like, call out, and you see him have his nervous twitch or whatever, and then Gukju comes in, and you see his face go super sad, and then he jumps up to tell Gukju he's not mad at her or anything. It was just a really sad prank. They cut to Jackson, and Jackson is laughing about that prank. Is he probably, you know, did that prank probably hurt him? Yeah, but I think that he understood it was a prank. I think that everybody should understand it's a prank. Um, do pranks suck? Yes, in the moment, that's the point. They're terrible. There was a whole show about pranking people in very bad ways in the West, and it was called Pranked, and it was popular because people like to see celebrities hurt. That's basically what it comes down to. So... They do this prank, it's very, very cruel, and I agree that it's cruel. But it's not the worst thing that's ever happened. People are acting like it's it's enough to stop watching the show, and it's not. It's one time that the PDs did wrong. Because they haven't done anything else wrong. People are trying to bring up all this other stuff they did wrong. They've been perfect this season. They've been perfectly fine. So, I mean, I'm confused. Like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. It may, you, maybe you're right, but I still... Like, I still think it was, they went too far. Like you said, we don't know how sick his mom is. Nobody does except him or and the close one, close people close to him. But that's the point. We don't know how sick his mother is. So, so maybe they should not make that prank, just in case his mother is really, really sick. So I I disagree, and I totally disagree on the point where the producers didn't know. The producers knew better. 
but it didn't do better. I mean, I don't think so. And and and, and I and maybe and maybe they didn't think about it too much, but they knew it was that that was a little bit iffy. Like maybe sh we should do this anyway. I think I don't. Sorry, I agree to you. I agree with you to a certain extent, but I still think it was inappropriate. And a lot of jokes are inappropriate, just as you said. But it doesn't make make it more right just because a lot of people make inappropriate jokes or pranks. Well, I will say that. Um, hearing the way um, Tim explains it, it does seem like a sort of a cultural issue because it it seems like this is something that they do a lot on their shows, and so it's sort of like a you know well you know if you're going to do a reality show in, in South Korea, you know expect for them to manipulate your um, you know manipulate the hell out of, out of your emotions because good TV and I mean. Let's face it, you know, we do that um, in the West, too. Um, and and it's all for ratings. Um, but, like I said, you know, we have the addition, we kind of have the addition of the whole, you know, fandom thing. So now we've got, you know, people saying, oh, how terrible. And, you know, there's, you know, kind of a sour, you know, feeling toward roommates right now, I guess, with some people on the Internet. But... At the same time, they probably got a ratings bump because of it, I'm pretty sure. So they're probably like, ah, you know, next episode probably won't affect very much. Um, yeah, it's that, like, here's the thing, right? Um, and I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm also not saying that it's not that they went too far. I just think that people are blowing it up way bigger than it needs to be. Is it I agree a, totally. Is it a problem that they did this? Okay, sure. If I mean, again, if you if you don't like pranks, it's a problem, right? But so are all pranks. Most people probably have the same reaction to pranks. But it's no different than when PDs purposely pick at people who have uh, family issues to get them to cry on shows. They made Sunny talk about her grandparents on Invincible Youth because they knew it would make her cry. They focused on Sunny leaving the cow that she got super close to because they knew she was going to cry about it. And it makes people relate to the person who's having to deal with this emotional drama. It is a key element of drama, like of any drama, to create emotional ties to characters. It is literally like rule number one. It's the reason that you have these terribly sad moments in drama, in regular Korean dramas, in regular Japanese dramas, any dramas, you know, you create the situation where it's going to make somebody cry. You want to make people relate and feel bad for this person. That is literally what they did on The Roommate. The problem that people are having is that because not all of The Roommate is fake, they have this situation where real life is so much more crucial than the remembering that they are still on this show where there's still scripts, you know, it's it's not it's clear that they're not following their script 100%. You know, they're coming up with their own things to say or whatever, but they're doing scripted events. It's similar to like Jersey Shore in that they're they're in these scripted situations, right? This is yeah. a scripted situation where maybe they didn't have all of the information they should have before pulling the prank, I guess. But at the same time, if it had been anybody but Jackson, I don't think people have. I don't even think it would have been an issue. Like netizens would have been like, "Oh," and that would have been it. It would have been over. So no, I don't agree. I totally agree. What do you mean? 
I don't agree with you, but it's difference in opinion. Everybody has, everybody's allowed yeah, to. Yeah, I, I do. I do think, despite my initial reaction to it, that this will be something that's forgotten by the time the next episode comes up. And, <laughs> yeah, and, this is my problem, uh, right? Nobody remembers the fact that they made Yu-Gi-Oh cry super bad. Nobody remembers all of the mean things that JB said to Yu-Gi-Oh to make him cry because, oh, it was just a fun prank. What if he has a complex that he's not good enough? They could have attacked a complex that we don't know about. The That's only true, the... reason that people care is because Jackson is popular. He is the most popular no, member of the room. Like, I didn't know about that GOT7 thing, but I, I disagree with that too. And I, I disagree with pranks that, that play off on cruelty. That's my that's point. That's all pranks. That's, that's what pranks do. No, not all pranks are on cruel. <laughs> based on well, cruel well, there's there are levels. Korea, that's not cruel. There are levels. I mean, yeah. I'm what not talking specifically not? about this, but I mean, as far as a prank goes, there are levels. I mean, you you can you know just full, pull a funny prank like you know. <sighs> You know, America's Funniest Home Videos type of thing. Those are you know, Most of the... This, this is my problem. <laughs> there is a difference between a prank and a funny event. Because a prank is done to do a few things. It's either done to hurt you, or it's done to... Um, to well, it's done to hurt you, but it's either done to hurt you physically, or it's done to hurt you emotionally. That's what a prank is. When people wake you up with a freaking, um, like, loud-ass, like, speaker or something, they're trying to scare you. That is cruel. When is fear not been... No, it's not. Yes, it is. That's cruel. <laughs> How is well, that okay, cruel? We, have, we have a difference of opinion, I guess. That's a, no. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I guess... That's not a big deal, but I that's can... still cruel. How is somebody scaring the poop out of somebody not cruel? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like with the different levels, you know, some people will find more things more offensive than others, um, as as evidenced by this uh, whole um, this whole thing. But like I said, um, you know, I hope Jackson, uh, you know, was able to take it in stride, uh, regardless of the situation. Or hopefully, at least maybe he had maybe some knowledge of it beforehand. Possibly, I don't know. But in the episode, they show him laughing after the prank. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure regardless, he, 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 <laughs> yeah, he's right. savvy enough to kind of understand that, um, you know, this this is how things work, and, uh, you know, I don't think, he he wouldn't react like how I would have, let's just put it that way, but I'm not an idol for a very good reason, so um, put it that way. Uh, guys, um, I will be right back. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so don't discuss anything without me. Oh, we're going to discuss um, anything. So you have to keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back, and I won't keep it in. I'll be, yeah. Uh, I was going to say my, I was going to say my piece, but I guess I'll wait. When you <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, shall we talk about roommate again? Like why? <laughs> It's a roommate episode. We're here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I didn't mean to offend you because you seem seem quite upset. No, I'm not upset. I okay. speak very passionately. I don't know if you've noticed that in 19 episodes, but <laughs> 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 I'm good. I'm not well, upset. You okay, know, but cool. Speaking, but speaking of like pranks and stuff, because you were talking about pranks um, with Ashton Kutcher, um, yeah. Because like, the, the most, I guess, 
the most iconic prank for people on that show was a Justin Timberlake prank when they made him think that he lost everything, like he lost his home and <laughs> he, was cool. he was taking away his dogs and everything and like he's calling his mom and he's crying and I'm like that everyone found that so funny and everyone was laughing I'm like oh that's the most iconic prank or whatever but you know this guy he like Justin actually thought he lost everything and he was crying in the end like <laughs> like I said in every prank people are devastated that is the point of a prank be it you are paralyzed with fear and you freak out they're preying on emotions that's what a prank is there's a big difference between a prank and a funny segment because sometimes being funny is just I'm gonna make this guy purposely laugh that's being funny a prank is meant to hurt people it's no, meant it's to hurt not. the person that it's yes it is no, Frank, that kind of that, that's a, that's a good point though. Kiara mentioning the whole Ashton Kutcher thing, where uh, I can't even remember it now, but you know his whole show where he used to just prank celebrities, and it's kind of the whole thing is you think you know what would happen if someone you, you know everyone thought the Justin Timberlake thing was funny. You know, it's it's I don't know if it's a cultural how far that how far that goes, but if you think about, you know, here in the West, you know, you, you're kind of, it's like most people are kind of uh, pressured to be a good sport about those kind of things, you know. Yeah. I mean, especially, like, that's the whole point of him having done that show with celebrities is it's like, oh, let's see how they'll react. Oh, of course Justin's being a big spoiled baby about it, you know, or, you know, oh, of course that celeb is cool about it because, you know, that celeb is, you know, personable and friendly and you know, of course they didn't have a problem with you know having you know something um, you know completely horrible happen like a Beyonce was one I, I, the only other one I can really remember is um, they had Beyonce at some sort of like uh, Christmas tree lighting <laughs> ceremony with oh, kids and then what was it the entire tree fell or, or yeah. the, Lights went out, and then all the kids started crying, and Beyonce just kind of stood there and like had this smile like frozen on her face, like it was kind of painful because it was obvious she was like, okay, just keep smiling, but then it was like, what the hell do I do, you know, sort of thing, and then you see Ashton Kutcher, of course, back there on his cameras, and they're just laughing their heads off, and you're like, ah, oh, ha, ha, and it's like, oh, that's kind of mean, but it's a prank that's funny but not cruel. How? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tim. That's my point of view. I, I like, and I guess that's it's fine. But you it's, okay. I guess it's I guess it's because my mother's also sick, so I didn't find that funny. And like Ash, I would break something or I break you. I will. No, I would. If someone did that to me and I haven't seen my mother for two years, and if they didn't have the common sense to know that's far and beyond was okay. Sorry. But what I'm guessing, he did see his mother because JYP Nation concert happened this year. Yeah, he did see his mom. So that, that line, I think, is mistranslation okay. because he did see his mom and JYP even let him spend extra time after the concert so he could be with his mom. So I stand corrected. Yeah. I said that even when I made my point for the record. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I made sure to cover that because it, the problem is people are acting like He's never. He hasn't seen his mom at all for a second in like two years, and there is video proof that he even got to like hug and kiss his mom multiple times. And then there is proof that he got to go after when when they were gonna leave. Um, 
after he was allowed to stay extra time so that he could see his parents, they he went with his mom and his uh, his uh, dad to the airport to a Starbucks where he got to like hang out with his family before he caught his plane and his like mom and dad took pictures with the fans and everything. Like he got to see his mom and be with his mom. But obviously it's not enough time. I'm not saying it's enough time. And I'm not I'm also not saying that it's not wrong. It's wrong what they did. I agree. But I don't think it's any worse than any other prank that they pull in Korea because it's all the same. And pranks are meant to hurt the person that's being pranked. It's meant to not hurt them permanently, but it's meant to hurt the person that's being pranked. Maybe it is, but I don't agree with it. I I need to disagree. Oh, Kiara. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because the thing is, I didn't watch the last episode um, because I didn't have any internet, so I haven't had a chance to watch it. But so I did see like people talking about it, and like I saw the articles that came out of it. So I don't really have a a solid opinion because I feel like I have to watch it myself to actually have an opinion about that whole segment because. People have a lot of like opinions about it, and I want to have my own, and not just base it on articles. Because to be honest, a lot of times these types of these types of articles are kind of biased, or like they tend to go, tend to be extra, and tend to be more than it should be. Right. Um, True. So that's why I rather just. So when I do watch it, I'll probably formulate my final opinion about this. Um, but what I do have to say is that usually, especially when it comes to K-pop idols, and when it comes to pranks. Uh, like hitting cameras, they tend to be very cruel. Um, I've seen it many yeah. times. I've seen many idols cry. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's always <laughs> interesting. Um, do I do I think they could have done a prank that didn't have to involve his mother? Yes, and um, so I don't think they they had to make it be about his mother, but unfortunately they did. And um, I guess from what from what Tim is saying, that he didn't took it from what they showed, they didn't he didn't take it too badly and he was laughing about it so I guess in the end is not from what I'm hearing is not too bad but I'm do seeing a lot of like opinions a lot of people who were really angry about it like some mm. people were like oh they should fire the PDs oh I'm never gonna watch roommate again yeah. like this that's, I'm never that's neither of those things is gonna happen like yeah. <laughs> get out yeah. if you, if you <laughs> stop watching roommate because of one bad moment go just go <laughs> get out <laughs> That's when I think people are being okay. I think you may be a little bit angry, too angry. I don't know because I haven't watched it, but I think some people are forming a little bit too strong of opinions. Yeah, uh, and like I said, with with me and Noah, I mean that's obvious. We both have personal kind of uh, uh, you know personal ties to that, so that kind of like hit us a certain way. But it, you know, looking at it from a you know unbiased point of view, so to speak. Well, no, no, there a whole conversation. Um, really, really quick um, before I, because I want to get into the mamas. But a bunch of MVs came out um, during the holiday break, and while we were off doing various non-K-pop involved things. Um, so I, um, hopefully, we can do uh, you know another kind of MV commentary thing. But really quick, just because I'm curious, um, just like each of you kind of give me like a you know 10 second kind of thing opinion on like each of these people came out with uh, new MVs, new songs, whatever and just wanted to kind of get everyone's kind of general uh, 
opinion about it. So uh, they had already come out with a song, uh, but uh, Hi, Lehi, and Suhyun um, officially came out with their video for I'm Different. Um, they had actually been performing it on stage beforehand. Um, I have to say, I love their stage performances. The song's not really a bop for me, but they are so darn cute. And so, and they've um, been winning a little bit with it too. So, um, what are our opinions of this little subunit? Uh, I love MV. this. I love the subunit because they're known like best friends. So I think it's really cute that they get to do a song together. Uh, I think it's kind of clearly a placeholder for Lehigh's comeback that's never going to come. But it is <laughs> really. <laughs> Uh, it's clearly a Lehigh song because Master Wu wrote it, and Master Wu writes everything for Lehigh. Um, but I like it. I like the music video. I think it's really cute. I'm glad they didn't do the generic, like, oh, my God, we're going to fight over this guy. I like that it's kind of them playfully being cute, trying to win him over, and then, like, battling him when they find out he has a girlfriend. So I, I think it's fun. It's a good time. I think it's weird that they picked Bobby to be the charming guy, but I guess everybody thought he was cute in it. So, <laughs> I mean, get it. Get it, boy. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, would anybody else have any strong opinions about that? Well, okay. I I thought. Oh, well, well, I thought it was. I, I like the song. Uh, I like the video. Um, I like Bobby, but I don't know if it, if it was necessary to have uh, a rap part in it. That's all. But otherwise, it, I, I liked it. It was good. It was cute. It was cute, pretty much, and I guess that was the point, to make it cute and funny, and uh, and their stages were funny, and their dances were funny, and... It's it kind of like something a, you don't see from YG very often anymore. That's true. Which, something else I'll get to later. Um, Alright, A-Pink, coming out the gate. Um, personally, this kind of gave me early Girls' Generation vibes, kind of, a little bit. You Not too much. The, their new their new MV, just the I'm MV. Saying, and I'm song. just saying that all of A Pink is early Girls Generation. Well, yeah, but I mean, this <laughs> one, yeah, but I mean this in particular, I, I it kind of hit me in the feels because I do I I've recently discovered that I kind of do like some of Girls Generation's early stuff. It's just very like girl kind of girl powery, you know. You know, yay, you know, yay, ladies, you know, sort of thing, um, you know, which makes, you know, what happened, uh, you know, eventually happened all the more tragic. But, um, you know, so Into the New World is is <laughs> sadly kind of um, ironic now. But A-Pink has been capitalizing on this um, very much, um, especially with what's been going on lately. Um, and they've been um, doing fairly well, from what I can tell. Um, any quick thoughts about that? Mm, it's actually the first A-Pink song, except the debut song that I actually like, kind of. I can listen to it all the way through three minutes and something seconds without cringing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's okay. It's cute. It's, uh, and I love Yunji, so... Whoever else is in the video or in the stage yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> I, 
finally made real something. And yeah, dude, I mean, she's a queen, whatever. As long as she's in there, I'll be happy, go lucky. So I'm, it's good. I will say one thing I do like is that they, I was a little skeptical because they had this whole thing where they were saying, you know, this is going to be us, you know, we're going to keep our same, you know, color and kind of concept, but we're, we're changing, we're being a little more mature, and, and they actually did kind of pull that off, you know, it's, 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 it's a more kind of mature feel or look, but it's not um, changing their entire, uh, you know, they're not pulling a red velvet and just, you know, switching personalities or, you know, like Hello Venus, just kind of kind of coming out the gate and um, kind of just doing a, a Jekyll and Hyde on us uh, sort of thing where you're just like, who are these people? Um, yeah. You know, I mean, if they, I, I don't, if they eventually do a sexy concept, you know, I don't care, but, you know, to do it, to, if they do do it, you know, to do it gradually, like, you know, if they start at this point and say, okay, we're going to kind of get there uh, gradually and kind of like, I guess, Girls' Day. They, didn't, they, they never, they didn't really just kind of, you know, smack into it. It's just like, you know, we're showing our mature side, you know, a little more because we know we have fans that are used to us being cute and, you know, we don't want to kind of, you know, we don't want to, you know, shock them too much. You might yeah. be the only person that I've ever talked to that thinks Girls' Day didn't rush into being sexy. Really? Because I feel yeah. like I, I feel like it. Oh, for me anyway. I mean, I don't know. I was a bit of a Girls' Day fan before they became famous, uh, <laughs> when people didn't know who they were. And I feel like when like Expectation came out, it it was a bit of a shock, but it wasn't. I don't know. I, I felt like it was still. It was a it was a nice, it was still a natural, more natural progression than Sticky Sticky. Hello, Venus. I don't think so. <laughs> it was just as drastic, except the difference is like, they came out when the sexy image wasn't quite as developed as it is currently. That's the only mm. difference. Because they were, remember, when Expectation came out, it was edgy. Nothing, we didn't have marionette. We didn't have all these crazy, drastic, sexy images previous to Girls' Generation's expectation. We had a couple sexy images, and then Girls' Day came out with expectation. People were like, whoa, they're so sexy. Look, they went from wearing pants and crazy outfits and weird, fluffy skirts to suddenly suspenders and tiny shorts and showing your stomach. It was pretty drastic. I think a better image of like somebody who kind of grew into being more mature is Girls' Generation. Girls' Generation went more mature later, but they took a long road to get to it. Yeah, I still, and I still think that they could be more. They could be, they they could do more mature stuff. And oh yeah, SM oh, yeah. is obviously holding back on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so on to my favorite four ladies, Mama Moo. I love them. Okay, Piano Man, Piano Man. Um, their album isn't even out yet, but uh, MV. I'll just say because I'm totally biased and I don't care. Um, great, lovely, beautiful, <laughs> wonderful MV. Best of the year. Best rookies. Wow. Should have won everything. Um, performances A plus plus as usual. Um, love everything. Love Hwasa. Uh Yeah, yeah. I love them. I love them all. I'm a, I'm a moo to the grave. 
Ash, All you right. forgot to turn turn on your stand mode. You forgot it. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> a stand no. mode? I did. No. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to turn it off. I'm anyway. sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, woo. It's been a long time since I've heard Ash being so passionate. I know. I'm getting excited. I'm like, woo, piano man. <laughs> no, but, um, uh, but uh, for a uh, not so biased take, um, you guys, Kiara, since you um, you and I have kind of a link with uh, Wonder Girls, and Mama Moo is kind of my replacement Wonder Girls in a sense. In a sense, um, how do you feel about their? Um, New mini album coming out, their new song, all that stuff. Um, they've had some support too in the media. Had um, recently uh, a Korean celebrity come out and say that they were, you know, best rookies or something like that. They've 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 had a lot of nice support. Um, I think among Korean celebs. But what, what what's your opinion? Um. Well, first of all, nothing can replace Wonder Girls for me. That's the first. Um, <laughs> 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 yes. But it's replacing them. Just that they just, you know, they're I, I get what you mean. Their long sabbatical. I, I, you know, I get you. No, I understood you, but I was just kind of. <laughs> but no, um, I mean, I'm not really like I like my from their their new song Piano Man. I haven't heard their new album, mini album, so I don't know about it. But um, um, I don't think it's out yet. Um, but their song "Piano Man" it's pretty good. Um, I watched maybe like two performances. I saw the music video as well. I mean, it was nice. I mean, I think the song is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really a big fan like you are. I'm, like, like you act like how you react to Kara and how I react to Kara is different. Same thing with Mama. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's just keep it that way. Okay. They're okay. They're, uh, they're okay. Um. <laughs> Anyone else have anything to say? I have to say? Okay. Yeah, I'll go after it. Like, uh, <laughs> I like, I like, <laughs> like I said before, uh, I think Piano Man, uh, I like Mama Moo. I like their voices. They look good. They dress good. They have charisma on stage. But uh, yes, I, I don't feel they I don't like their sound. Their so their style of music. Is I have really seen that taste. some people don't like care for the jazzy thing, which I understand. Yeah, yeah. well, th and that's just a taste. That's just personal taste. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they have amazing voices, and uh, I hope to see something new, new, or maybe something a little bit more different next time. Maybe I can get into them more. It's the same thing with God Seven. I have issues with the styling. I can. I have a hard time just getting past the clothes. Because I can't, because my eyes are so offended. But okay, but that's, that's, for, another, that's for okay. another day. Um, okay, Tim. As a fellow Moo Moo, I don't know why you didn't run to me, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm sorry, like... I was caught up in the in. No, the it's cool. It's fine. Forget about me. No big deal. No, <laughs> 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 so, I. I love the the feel of the music video. I think it's a little boring, but I do like the feel that they went for. I think it's a very fitting of them. I like the song. It's very much Mama Moo, the style that they have uh, done. So if I mean, obviously, if you don't, if it's not your thing, then that's it. But I yeah. enjoy the fact that they're kind of sticking to this jazzy thing. I miss that. Um, I don't think that they're rookies of the year. I think though 
as a unit, they're the most talented group that's doing music right now as a total because there's nobody that's useless on their in their group at all. None of them. Uh, you could call them kind of boring dancers, but that's not their point. They're here to sing, and um, their rapper is even good. So I really adore them to absolute pieces. Um, but Absolutely, and I think if, if you can say they're, they're not great dancers, they totally make up for that with their performance skills. I mean, and they're, their vocal talent. they're, they're so charismatic on stage, yeah. So, I mean, who cares? Like, they're, they have even a dancer. It's fine. They don't need crazy choreo. Not every group does. Um, I totally am... Freaking brown-eyed girls can't dance, okay? They're <laughs> very easy. But they have charisma, and they have incredible voices. This is just that... This is my next coming of brown-eyed girls, and I'm so happy because they're so good hmm. that it's totally okay with me. But like I said, same with brown-eyed girls. They need a... They need a jam to pull everybody in, and then they can just make whatever they want. But they need the, like, mm-hmm. abracadabra jam to bring everybody in. And they haven't yeah. had that yet. But I think it's more it's more likely that they could pull something like that off. So I, I want to see... Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see where they go with the with the rest of their album. Uh, if if they kind of stray from the, the Piano Man sound, or if they, you know, keep with that. So... Yes, and uh, one more thing, uh, since it, it has to be said, um, another subunit uh, came out recently and released something, uh, G-Dragon and uh, Taeyang oh. uh, <laughs> had a music video that uh, had, uh, had people of color in it, some people were very excited over that, um, it's kind of, uh, uh, I I, I kind of like the song, I guess. It's kind of sounds kind of dated, I guess, for a uh, hip hop R and B song. But um, you know, it's, it is a K pop song, so you, you might, I guess, you have to say you might have to expect that. Um, G Dragon is like wearing like my friend's hairstyle from like first grade. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why that's happening, um, but. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's. I see people. <laughs> the funny thing is, it seems like people were expected expecting the worst, and their expectations were so lowered that it was just like when it came out, I was like, eh, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. So <laughs> I think that's I everybody's feeling about anything that GD is a part of currently. To be, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you're a Taeyang fan. So I mean, did you did you just like do you think Taeyang's part was fine or I just go first? Okay. Yeah, you first can go first, thing. Tim. <laughs> yes, their music feels dated because they can't sing about sex, and that's all R and B and hip hop is right now. Sorry, tough titty. Um, <laughs> they do have a line. There's a line in there. Something about I don't know who sings, okay, but sings it's, it. It's but I can like go all night or something like that. Yeah. Well, but it's yeah. In Western music, they always. K-pop always makes some sort of half-sexy line. Like, that's what they do. They just can't go all the way, right? So this is no different. They just can't go all the way. Um, Taeyang's parts, the only reason that this song is worth listening to, in my opinion. If I could just have his parts, I'd be there. Because GD's parts are garbage, and his singing (laughs) is still garbage. And, uh, like, trap beat is okay, I guess. It's clearly the YG thing right now to, like, have trap. It's fine, whatever. I hate it. Um, 
It's it's not that big of a deal. This isn't the worst trap song that could have came out of YG. I'm with everybody else where I was like, oh, God, it's going to be weird. But I'm going to hold out. And I was one of the people who were like, I'm just going to wait until I see what I get because maybe it'll be okay. This isn't quite what I hoped because I think that there's so much talent between those two guys and GD is stuck in this, like, I don't know what to describe him as other than that his hairstyle fits his music style because it's a whole lot of hard garbage. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. But YB's parts were really good. I think he sounded really good. Um, the, they performed it on Mama, and it was A+. Like, that's what made me like the song is their performance. They have great, great chemistry together, and then they have great charisma on stage, especially YB. So, I mean, I don't want this. This isn't what I wanted, but... <laughs> it could have been worse. I'm basically with the majority of yeah. people who are like, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Kiara? Noah? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a comment to say. Well, comments. Um, I, I was... I was also one of the few who wanted to wait and see because I was hoping that since Stay With Me from G- from Young's album was so good, I hoped, like a little part of me hoped that it would be, uh, that it would be like as good. Yeah, it would be something like that. Um, yeah, me too. Initially I was like, eh, so why so much trap nowadays, YG? Like, let us be. But um, it's kind of catchy. I've, like Tim, I prefer Young's parts, but I have to give him props for having black girls in their videos. Like, hey, not that I'm a black, <laughs> black girl. Yeah, but. everyone was like, hey, finally, you know. I mean, but I, I mean, it was like maybe two or three girls, but uh, it was something. It was something. They filmed it in a It was an opening yeah. cast. So, yeah. again, this is one of those situations where it's like, oh, wow, there wasn't a lot of black girls. There might not have been a lot of black girls that showed up to the casting call. Like, you have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, and, and this isn't really just because there is, um, you know, they come in, they had a part in the first, in, in the beginning of the video where they walk in and they're all badass, blah, 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 and they have three girls behind them, and it's like um, one black girl, uh, I think one white girl, and uh, I don't know, they're all... They're all three are different, um, and it, it was kind of funny to me because you can see, and I was thinking about, you know, that they're probably Americans, they're in L.A. and they're models, and you can probably just, you can just see on their faces, like, they're just probably just bored, like, what the hell, you know, what kind of, like, you know, five o'clock gig am I doing, like, who are these people, <laughs> like, what the hell am I doing? walking in, into, you know, and GD's just got that hair, and, uh... Like, uh, don't diss that hair. Don't diss that hair. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> oh it is God. on Get certain out. people in the right situation, not on It a is on four-year-old black girls, okay? <laughs> not, not on a 20-something-year-old cool. Asian man. I'm sorry. There is well, nobody I, other than four to ten-year-old black girls that can rock that. I'm sorry. I was, I, I was actually 12, and I'm a man. Okay. You, you some guys can. I've, okay, there. I've seen some some boys that can rock it, but still young. Okay. Yeah. Uh, once you get into your twenties, that should not be an option as far as hair is concerned. Uh, you shouldn't have rubber bands and like cars <laughs> in your hair. Bleach, <laughs> <laughs> like yellow eyeliner hair. No, go home. <laughs> I, like, I like. That's why he's my bias. He's so ridiculous, and I love the fact that. 
so there's so many haters that's so pressed about it. Ah, you can keep it. It's fine. Yeah, I think he makes good music sometimes, but yes, I mean, it's just like GD's got to cool. be there. I mean, I'm glad he's a part of K-pop, but I'm not so much that he's my bias, but I'm I'm glad that he's there. You know, just to to do stuff. You know, when he gets boring. Yeah, um, I won't forget about all boring. the good music he made. I'm sorry, I can't forget about all the good music he made. So. I mean, he well, can yes, say. that too. He uh, has made some good stuff. Kiara, anything to add? Nope. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so we're okay. gonna skip over the the Master Wu music video. We're gonna we're gonna trip, drop that too. Because oh, um, if you want to, if you have anything yeah. you want, I mean, to talk all about I'm that? saying is that was way better than the GDYB project of. Hot mess. Oh hell well, no! That, that hell was, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no was mad. No hell no. <laughs> I didn't have to have anybody in some weird highlighter for like four year old no, girl. Talk hair. about the, talk about your video, please. Don't talk about. <laughs> okay, what did you like about the video, Tim? Everything. I like that whole video. Um, I like that it was called a hip hop project, and at least we got something from Master Wu, which is like one of the few lasting hip-hop, real hip-hop artists on YG. Um, I thought it was cool that they worked with a very well-respected hip-hop artist in Doki, even if his music isn't really what people want. Uh, I saw a lot of people complaining about his music. That's fine. Like, he's a turn-up rapper now, so whatever. Um, I thought that his part was pretty decent for the song. Um, I thought Master Wu's part was funny. I thought Bobby's part was really good. I thought the music video was a good time, considering it's clearly shot low budget in comparison to the money they gave uh, GD and YB, and look what they did with it. So, I don't know. I like. I I thought it was a good time. I like that song. I think it's a jam. I think it's way more hip hop than the other song that we got. Uh, that being said, it didn't have any moments that like hit me like YB's parts in the GDYB song. So, I mean, I think it's the better of the two, but. No, okay. Not that much. Okay. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, Busy Tiger Yumi Ray coming back soon. Thank God. Currently Yumi Ray, but yeah, Busy it's Tiger her song. First of all, it's her song. Okay, they're featuring. <laughs> her song. Yeah, her song. yeah. Technically Yumi Ray, but I'll I'll take Yumi Ray, Yumi Ray featuring Busy and Tiger. And so yes. And speaking of hip hop, she will always um, be there with her husband and her best friend slash second husband. Okay, it's always <laughs> they will always do music together because they're all like in some sort of weird threesome marriage thing. I don't know what's going on with those guys. Hey, whatever works for them as long as they keep making songs. Yeah, yeah, get it, girl. Do cute what you babies. want. <laughs> do it. Do more cute babies and cute music. Let's do it. Okay, are, are on that note, let's go on to uh, the uh, main main topic, uh, the Mamas, the Mnet Asian Music Awards, uh, which aired recently, um, aired, was streamed live, actually, by Mnet America. Um, so if you were up for some reason at 5.30 a.m. in the morning, um, you could have watched this live or waited like I did did until all the videos came up and uh, watched I, it that way. Yeah. I watched it on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. For me, it was from four in the morning. Well, because it started with red carpet, which for me was four in the morning, and the whole thing didn't end until like ten thirty in the morning. And I watched the whole wow. thing live. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. K-pop fan. I know this isn't related to the music <laughs> at all, but was the stream good? 
The Shame, it was actually pretty good. Um, I watched it because they, uh, MNet America had a live stream on YouTube, so I watched it from there. Um, to be honest, I was surprised because I watched it on my phone because I didn't have internet, so I relied on like my 3G <laughs> phone, and it was actually pretty decent. It was pretty good. You can only tell when you can only tell wow. when kind of going bad when like EXO got on the stream, and that's because you know a lot of people like fans were trying to watch the stream at that point when like EXO was performing and stuff. That's when it kind of got fizzy a bit. But most majority of the whole thing, it was it was clear. It was good. Okay, awesome. So let's just. Uh go through uh, the um, winners first and then uh, maybe some of the memorable performances. Um, first thing, have you guys, either of you guys, um, Noah or Tim, seen any part of the show or any performances? Yeah, I saw okay. it. Everything. Everything. Okay, awesome. Okay, so I'm um, just going down the line. Uh, best new artist winner. Uh, of best <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not hey, start stuff. Let's, Noah. If you want to okay. talk about album sales, they deserve it. Well, yes, okay. Um, wait, uh, just to be clear, though, Mama, that's, that is done by fan votes, though. Correct. Supposedly so, only 20% of only the fans. Only 20%, yeah. So okay. It's okay. not complete fan votes, and winner won on fan votes, so, I mean. Okay. They still, okay. de they still deserved it. They won it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this one was kind of weird, but kind of a nice surprise. Best dance performance solo, Sun Me, Full Moon. Uh, best collaboration, Soyu and Junkigo, Sum. Style and music, uh, Jung, Jun Yoon, Jung Jun Young. Uh, best female group, Sistar. Yeah! Best Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I was like waiting for that. <laughs> Anyone I was, was robbed. I, was, okay? I don't care. I I'm, I'm about it. I want to know how you were during the actual stream. <laughs> you, you I will talk about it. I'll let you, you know. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, best male group is XO. Um. Another one that was uh, kind of interesting, we'll talk about a little bit more. Um, international favorite artist, John Legend. I like John Legend, um, but that was the whole John Legend setup was kind of interesting for me. Um, best. Paid to get him, so that's probably. Yeah, what yeah, does. pretty much. Um, best Asian style, XO. Uh, best OST, uh, Lynn, My Destiny. Uh, best vocal performance, female, Ailey, Singing Got Better. Yeah. Best, yeah, well, can't argue there. Best vocal performance, male, Taeyang, Eyes, yeah. Nose, Lips. Yeah. I know, I know Tim was happy with uh, this year's. Uh, best band performance, CN Blue, Can't Stop. Fans Choice, Male, Infinite. Vans Choice Female, Tata So. Best Female Artist, IU. And Best Male Artist, Tae Young. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know these selling sponsored things, but they're still awards. Union Pay Artist of the Year in Asia, XO. Best Dance Performance, Male, Infinite, Last Romeo. Best Dance Performance, Female, Girls Day, Something. Best Rap Performance, Epic High, Happy Ending. All right. Uh, Yoku Tudo, 
YouTube, I guess. Best music video, 2 p.m., go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they got their one award. So um, the most popular vocalist, IU. Union Pay Song of the Year, Young, Eyes, Nose, Lips. Hey. And Union Pay Album of the Year, XO. Okay. So overall, you guys, especially um, if, if you guys can remember from the Melon Awards, um, when Tim uh, was uh, discussing that, um, I, how do you think uh, these kind of stacked up as far as who won? Uh, do you think as pre-representative of the year, or do you think anybody won unfairly? Some people have heard some complaints already about EXO winning a lot, um, but you know, I think like somebody said here, you know, look at their fan base. So, I mean, I don't know why anyone's surprised. It was a surprise for them to get both Artist of the Year and Album of the Year. Um, yeah. I think they should have got one or the other, but I don't think they were deserving of both. Because, but, the, but again, uh, it comes to the situation where I have an issue with Mama because there was a couple years ago where their justification for Album of the Year was the most album sales. Right, so mm. we knew that SM was going to win because SM destroys on physical album sales because their fan base openly admits to group buying, and that's fine. I have no problem with fans group buying, whatever. It just means that physical albums will always be won by uh, SM artists. But they had a year where uh, SNSD won album of the year, even though they were outsold by like 150,000 copies by Super Junior. So. Why did they win Album of the Year if it's about who sold the most? And then from every other year, it's been whatever artist sold the most. EXO sold the most albums this year. Fine. But I don't think that that really dictates your album being the best. I think it dictates that you have the strongest fan base. So give them either Artist of the Year or give them Album of the Year, but don't give them both. Because <laughs> being having having your the vote for Album of the Year being... 20% what the fans say mean that there should be some people out there who are judging on like the quality of the album, not just the fact that it sold a bunch of copies when they're notorious for group buying. Otherwise, you might as well call it the SM album of the year because nobody else will ever win it. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Well, like who cares about Mnet, like about these award shows? They're like... They're about, they're about the same level as Teen Choice Awards. It's like, no, who cares? Like everybody Band knows. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like every every year it the list doesn't make sense. Like if you go by the fan voting, like Sister should have not won, Tatisha should have not won. Um, who they else? Should have uh, what are you talking about? No, well, no. They didn't win the, they didn't the, the, fan, uh, the so, fans Choice Female. That was kind of tete so. I was like, hmm. No, but. the funny thing was though, though no, it wasn't part of the voting. Pro when you went to vote for this, like it, that wasn't those two categories for the mm -hmm. male and female. Wait, what was the group of? The you know, fans choice. It was just fans yeah. choice. Yeah. yeah. Like, that wasn't part of the voting, like on the list. Okay. Yeah. Like, so what? Like, so they were like wondering <laughs> where did that come from because that wasn't part of the list when fans went to go vote. So a lot of people were kind of questioning, like, wait, what? A lot of people were. Yeah. When the war, when they were being like, um, they were announcing it. People were kind of weirded. They were like, "When did this category come from? It wasn't there before." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the best dance performance female, uh, girls, they won. But in the votes, Miss A was leading by a lot. So, yeah, but we um, all knew that JYP wasn't gonna win Jack Diddley. 
because they didn't <laughs> yeah, want to come I, on. I, I, didn't, I didn't know, but the thing oh, is, okay. that was too big. They weren't going to let Missy or, um, what's it called, GOT7 go to Mama, so people, they yeah. were all about hurt or whatever. There was there was drama between Mama and uh, JYP, and that's why people are saying that Missy got shafted because they were going to win. Or people thought they would win because of yeah, fanbook. That's I mean. It's like the, the the award winners is just like oh, whoever like they choose. Like it doesn't matter fan votes, it doesn't matter album sales. They pick and choose because like Taeyang was not like in the fan votes, he was not leading in song of the year. It was Yes uh, he was. No He was he, second place. <laughs> he was, no, he was second place, but you know, but after EXO, right? Right, but everybody knew EXO led in every category they were in, so they should have just got all the awards and we should have moved on. No, they, Super actually, Junior, not, Super Junior was ahead of them. I know the Junior was ahead of them for a while, but they didn't—they didn't end up ahead at the end. They did did not. Not from what I saw. I checked the day before because I wanted to see if I wanted to see if Winner was going to win Rookie of the Year. But again, it's twenty percent of the vote, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, other... it's all, but, it, but it's not for all the nominations. Different nominations have they count different for different uh, different nominations. Like thirty percent for that for one and twenty percent I mean, for the other. Just like with the music shows, like the awards, it's like you have to do a whole like a physics calculation to try and you know figure out exactly how well, some people get their awards. It's it it's, it's kind of weird. It does not make any sense. It's interstellar. It's like whatever. The thing, on the, well, the other thing is that there pretty much is kind of like an unwritten rule. Is kind of like if you're not there, well, yeah, of, you're not gonna get the award. Yeah. Um, the only because out of the whole list of everyone who won, the only ones who weren't there and won was CM Blue, and AOA accepted the award for them. So it's just an excuse to get AOA up on stage. But other than that, um, which is funny because they put them on the red carpet and didn't even let them perform on stage. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I felt bad for them because they had to stay in those their out their performance outfits the whole time. Like everyone else changed clothes, and yeah, stuff like that, and they're the only ones in them leather outfits, like just sitting there. Like. Also, they have the ranking for the final at the very end. Uh, best male artist Taeyang was ahead twenty-seven percent. So. He also was ahead I'm for sorry. best vocal performance male. Yeah, so. but, but not for the oh, song. Okay. Of yeah, this is the this is the fan the fan voting. I'm looking at the okay, fan okay. poll. Okay. 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 Let's talk about the girls. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kiara, let's talk about the girls. Sister. Um, I think that's pretty much it's pretty much their year. Um, I guess Girls Day would have been another acceptable option, but. Uh, to start. Acceptable too. Yeah, that, that was another thing I was going to bring up too. Uh, there was uh, also some um, grievances about Twenty One not having won anything, but um, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, to me, when I was watching, because I did watch it live, um, I was like, because when they were doing the whole, because they were doing both the announcements first for the female group, I think it was, was it? I don't know. But they were announcing for the no, it was second after the male group, um, and. They were announcing, they're about to announce it, and I'm just like, I'm like, uh, Girls' Generation is going to win it because, you know, Tiffany is there, so she can accept the war for them, so the whole them not being there doesn't really, that doesn't apply to them because Tiffany is there, and I mean, even if it's just one member, she can still, you know, get the award, 
So I was just like, kind of like, whatever. I wasn't like expecting anything. And then when Lee Kwang Soo said, sister, like I had to clamp my hand over my mouth to not scream out loud <laughs> to wake up the whole house. Because it's like 8, 9 in the morning. I don't know what time it is anymore. And I freaked out. I was like, what? Eat one? I was happy. I, mean, I don't care. I, I, you know, I have to save one, you know, award that, I mean, to me, that's like, that that makes sense. I mean, I mean, obviously, Girls' Generation would also make sense just because they're one of those groups that just win. But um, Sistar deserve. I mean, they fully deserve it, in my opinion. I mean, they've, them or, or Girls' Day, possibly, but Sistar, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I have a biased view on it, so... I'm very happy, and I think they totally deserved it. Do I think 21 Girl Generation deserve it, too? Yeah. I mean, all the girl female groups on that list deserve it, because they all had some form of big thing. You know, 21 Girls Age, Girl Generation, Sister, A-Pink. They all have, like, pretty, you know, good part. And during the year, they had good moments. But yeah. Sister won it, and I'm happy for them. Like, 21's won it, I'm pretty sure. Girl Generation won it. Can't someone else win just for one year? Like, is it that bad? I agree. I'm totally cool with Sister winning. Um, I'm not. My feelings aren't hurt about it. I think that it probably deserved to go to two anyone, but having Sister win it, I'm totally cool with that. Like, by all means, because they had a great year this year too, and they had a great year last year. So it makes perfect sense for them to win, and I'm cool with it. Um, this is one of those times where like they were third place in the voting, but I think that they probably, in terms of, like, being seriously deserving, Sister deserved it, so. Yeah. I think it's good that they won. Like, I I think if 2-1-1 had won, I wouldn't have been mad. If Girls Day won, or, or uh, Girls Day or Girls Generation had won, I would have laughed. But Sister, <laughs> I'm cool with that. I think that I think that they're the only other group for me that deserved to win it as much as 2-1-1 did. So, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Although, it's kind of disappointing that 2-1-1 didn't win anything. A lot of people were just kind of too many The my problem is twenty percent of the vote is fans, right? So in that respect, EXO deserved to get album of the year. In terms of actual rating of people who reviewed the album, Crush destroyed everything because people loved it. The fact that it didn't win yeah. anything is ridiculous BS to me. Um, I, I just I still don't understand why they didn't get Best Album of the Year because they deserved it. And they, they sold like crazy even in a world that is dominated by physical sales because SM group buys. So. Yeah. Or SM fans, not SM themselves. It is the fans. And by all means, fans, go group buy. I'm not holding it against you for group buying. I'm just saying that is why you guys <laughs> win Album of the Year every year. Yeah. Well, um, what about the performances? Uh, not a whole lot of surprises, um, but um, there are, you know, some uh, nice uh, collaborations. Um, Bobby, Doc2, Master Wu, I'm sure you probably... <laughs> I'm sure you, you have, have an opinion about that performance, Tim. Or did you see that one? Oh yeah, I saw all of them. They killed okay. it. Okay. Um, except that they didn't let the rest of the like 
celebrities go to the little stage um, spot that they have. It was just YG, and they clearly were stopping anybody else from getting up there, which is dumb to me. Like, oh, it would yeah. be cool to see everybody else jam. Like, Lynn was at the top of the stairs trying to get in, and they didn't let her in, and I'm like, let her go. <laughs> <laughs> like, why aren't you letting her go watch Master Wu? But um, I liked that performance. I thought it was still a lot of fun. Everybody went hype. Um, I actually genuinely enjoyed pretty much every performance with the exception of groups I don't like. So, okay. If I don't like you, I'm not going to like your performance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Girls Day and Ailey, um, you know, they collaborated um, on Problem. I actually know the words to that song now, um, thanks to them. Uh, because Ariana Grande has a um, marble mouth. Um, and but, you understood uh, Girls' Day? I'm impressed. Eilie. <laughs> okay. No, maybe not go there. Eilie. So, so you know, you know Eilie's parts. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which is more than which is more than what I knew before. Um, okay. All right. But <laughs> um, so uh, and I remember uh, what's her name? Sohyun. From uh, Ghost Generation, also uh, did cover a problem, so I guess that's kind of like the um, uh, crazy in love right now covered, you know, you know, Western song that everyone wants to do. John Legend, um, like I said, kind of um, interesting that he's there, but like Tim said, um, they probably were just you know looking for Western artists, and he was available, and um, you know he's had a good year. He's He's had he's very you know, well respected. He, yeah, he's very well respected. I like John Legend. Um, like I, I, I love him. I've seen him in concert. He's a great artist. Um, uh, have no problem with him having been there. Um, glad that Tiffany didn't scream all over him and Chin. Uh, and welcome, um, John. My problem with this performance is that nobody, nobody should have been on stage other than John Legend. So okay. yeah. Really? Like, literally nobody at that show, not a single vocalist at that show, with the exception of Ailey, should have been on stage with John Legend. So, I don't understand and why... Hyorin, and Hyorin. And Hyorin. Yeah, Hyorin could have been there. That would have been fine with me. But, yeah. um... Okay, one of those two. One of those two girls, nobody else. I love Taeyang. He didn't belong there either. Like, nobody <laughs> but Hyorin and Ailey deserved to be there, and I got Chen and Tiffany. Why? I don't understand. Somebody explain to me, because I don't understand. I don't know, and I was kind of weird. I'm like, why does Tiffany, of all people, get to sing with John Legend? I don't know, but I don't know. She doesn't have to present him the award. That's fine. She has really good English, and she's very popular. Cool. Well, yes. Don't let her do anything else. (laughs) Don't let Uh, Tiffany do anything. Also, Sistar. um, Yeah. They had a nice little... um, collaboration stage um, they did some and touch my body <clears throat> and I will say okay I, this is not the Tim Malign sister I like sister um, I liked um, uh, what's their other song I swear I like that better than touch my body I so yeah, yeah I, I like, like that uh, way better um, but I will say that one thing I thought about when I was watching in the performances is that at least the girls groups that were there, there's nobody, I don't know, does anyone feel like any of the girl groups are kind of missing, like, I don't know, like a kind of spark on stage, or just just 
idol groups in general and nowadays. I don't You're know. You're just spoiled because you like Mamamoo. They were fun. I they don't all... think... <laughs> I'm not saying Mamamoo would have knocked it out of the park, but... They would have. Well, they would have done good. Well, I mean, they would have done well, but I, you know, I was just in general thinking of, like, past Mamas. I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> okay, it's just me then. Okay. Um... I don't know, but I think I, I kind of feel like that with Sistar in general is that, um, you know, I like some of their songs. I like them in general, but I don't know. With them performance-wise, I they fall short for me for a lot. But that doesn't, you know, affect me as far as how deserving they were. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, my, yeah. my kind of issue is, like, the that groups in general, they don't have a lot of room to be charismatic because that's not part of their choreo. So, I mean, even with these stages where, like, you kind of see people and they're kind of jamming a little bit, and, they like, some, they got to kind of be their own person. It's clear that everything wasn't, like, choreographed, and they were yeah. more charismatic there than they were when they performed their actual song, and that's because they went on stage and were like, this is the song we're doing, we're going to walk to this part of the stage at some point, that's it. It's not like when you see like GD and YB who clearly were like, oh no, we're just going to, our soundtrack is going to be us doing this song and we have choreo in the chorus only, right? Like yeah. they're, and same with like, uh, like uh, the Master Wu performance. Performances where you don't have choreo is where mm -hmm. people really get to really, Really embrace their spirit. The difference with Mamamoo is their choreo is made to let them embrace their charismatic stage presence. It's not hard choreo. They have a lot of openings. It's the same with Brown Eyed Girls. They had a bunch of songs where they had openings to like do their own thing and shine a little bit. Most choreo isn't like that. It's very, very strict, and you just go out there, you perform your choreo, and you come back, and that's kind of it. And you kind of look for moments where you could be cute and wave and do that stuff, but you're very, you're very strictly choreographed so I mean because and, and, you get it with the guys too I feel like yeah. if you feel that way about the girl performances the guy performances were just the same. yeah I was thinking it was just groups in general yeah yeah, and it's it's just the nature of the industry because the industry is so focused on having like dance routines if you had more people like if Ailey's performance had been like oh she's just going to go out there and jam um, like Problem was a little more jammy, and they all kind of had fun. There's probably mo there's a lot of mo there's a lot more moments where they didn't have strict choreo, so they could kind of be themselves. And that's that's my kind of take on it. Is like when you have a group that has to do choreo, it's really hard to just like completely shine and kill it. Other than like having good facial expressions and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And speaking of uh, um, GD and Taeyang, um, of course, they performed together. Well, Taeyang did Eyes, Nose, Lips. They did Good Boy. And um, for interestingly enough, there's a little bit of Fantastic Baby at the end, which... Of course. <laughs> it's like that song will never die. It will it never I, go away. It won't. It's like it's amazing. Like it's it should the, never it's die. It's the haru haru of the new generation, like because <laughs> they used to do yeah. haru haru all of the time. Like Although every. I don't feel like, like it's as popular haru as haru haru is. I mean, that song, like, immediately, the, like during the good good boy performances, everybody's like, yeah, nice. But as soon as Fantastic Baby came on. The whole audience sang with it. They knew exactly what to sing and how to sing it, and and it was amazing. Like, fantastic! It was great. Yeah, no, I think I think it's just as popular. It's just different popular. Okay. All right. Well, I 
I don't know. We'll we'll see. I was just thinking. I was like, I feel like they're going to be singing this even when, when Big Bang has their new album out, which who knows when that will be. So in their concerts and everything, they still perform "Fantastic Baby" twice. So it's very <laughs> twice. Yeah, and people well, still go so nuts. When I went to see them in LA, people went absolutely bonkers for "Fantastic Baby." Like. The crowd, the crowd was like into it. Fantastic Baby came on, everybody freaked out. Fantastic Baby came on in the encore, everybody freaked out again. Like it's just, <laughs> it's got the, it's got the spark. Same with like when everybody went nuts for Haru Haru when it came on, everybody was like, oh my god, we have to yeah. love this song. Oh. and everybody knew all the lyrics. So, speaking of freak outs, I just need to insert this, and it has nothing to do with uh, Mama, but I have to say, I, I just saw uh, Psy. Performing Gangnam Style here in Sweden, Stockholm. How was oh. it? Like, I went to a club where it's called Out of the Office, and it's kind of like an after work kind of party. And they have a secret guest every month. And suddenly, I was there doing my thing. I was like, hey, Sean Paul. And then, <laughs> and then I was like turning around, and then they see the fat Asian guy. I was like, oh my god, no, it's not. It's like, it has to be a, a joke. But no, it was, it was Psy performing here in, in this little northern country up far up in, uh, on Earth, in the in the club. I'm like, in the beginning, I was like, oh my god, it's amazing. He was performing Gangnam Style, and the, every person in that club freaked the fuck out. I swear to God, my eyes were getting stabbed out because people were doing the hand, hand movement thing, the horse dance, and it was it was great. But then I realized, oh my God, what has happened to Psy? He's performing, he's performing here in Stockholm, Sweden, in a little club, as a secret guest. Like what happened to his career? Well, what do you mean? well he still has his career. He's just just still making money off of the song. I mean. People, I mean, even though people kind of wrote wrote Psy off after Gangnam Style, I mean, people still, I mean, I still go to weddings and stuff, and people still freaking play that song, and I'm just like, I don't know, like this, it, this may be end up being like, this is gonna be like the you Macarena of, of Macarena. yeah, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. It's it's just yeah. people are always gonna remember it and do the dance when it comes on. It's one of those things, and I don't blame Psy one bit for milking every last cent out of that. Well, that's true. The Macarena guys are still milking it, so... Yeah, yeah. All, I, why not? Out. Okay, now we can go back to Mama. Uh, <laughs> well, we're, we're, speaking <laughs> of Mama, um, I don't know if you guys saw... Well, cause if, I guess if you didn't watch it live, and I don't think you'd be interested in watching it, because um, uh, for the War for Style and Music... Uh, the rocker singer Jung Jun Young one, and mm-hmm. I, don't know if you know, I don't know if you guys saw his acceptance speech, but no. all he did was just scream "Rock and Roll!" Thank you. Uh, and it was <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> it was <laughs> well. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. I'll totally well, watch. You know that's, what? That seems awesome. appropriate for an award like that. I mean, what do you say? You know. Like thanks, thanks for, for liking my style. I'm beautiful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for liking my style. Um, yeah, another, another memorable. Um, you know, if it was GD, he'd be like, "Oh, swag." <laughs> 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 like, come on, back off. Swagger. Also, speaking of um, accept, um speeches. Uh, so XO when they won their first award, I forgot which one it was. Um, they won. 
the first award that they went up to go accept, I don't know which member, because I don't know them really by name or face, but to be honest. But one of them, I guess, is one of the Chinese members, and I think he just finally started talking in Cantonese, I believe. And he sounded like he was giving like a military speech. Like he was just like his finger, he was pointing, he was like and I'm just uh, like, where is he going with this? I don't know what he's saying. So, um, I mean, they're translating it, but in Eng in Korean, so I don't know what he's saying. Every people are just like standing, like the other members are just standing there, kind of like frozen. Um, and from what <laughs> I saw, from fans pretty much generalized the translation as saying how, oh, this was a dark year for EXO, but this award proves that it wasn't, da -da -da, and saying things like that. But he was saying kind of an angry kind of like, you know, like a military style kind of way. Uh, Mao Zedong would have been proud. He's like, don't F with us, man. You see what happens. Like, he was pointing. Like, he had his finger. Like, his, he was, like, pointing. Is it me, or do you hate people who just point all the time? Like, when they speak and when they're talking to somebody and they point, and, and they point every time they want to make a point. It's so annoying. <laughs> It doesn't bother me when people, like, some people use their hands a lot when they speak. I don't know, I don't personally know anyone who points a lot. I think that would get, that would get annoying. Um, if yeah. you were just, like, pointing at me and, like, what are you like, pointing at? And for, for me, I, of course, the YG, uh, YG artist had, had the best performances. Um, but, uh, ex Sorry, I'm a win. I love winner. I'm in. I'm an inner circle. I'm inside that circle. But the performer, <laughs> I'm inside the that circle. <laughs> <laughs> that was the cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> but the performance was quite lackluster. lackluster. I mean, it was like they were. They had like three minutes. How much? How much time did Bobby have? But I do think, uh, for me, the star of the show was easily Mino. He was he was given the perfect reactions in the audience when something Hyun came up or when EXO did their performances and his little duet with IU, uh, uh, his uh, collaboration with uh, Epic High Born Hater, uh, like he was he was standout. Like. Like, everybody else was there, but I felt pretty bad for Tablo and Mithra because these kids overshadowed them. Like, Bobby, B.I., and Mino, they were, like, on that. They had stage presence, and I was like, whose song is this, actually? Was it just me, or do you guys agree? Uh, I'm, I'm with you on that, but I also think part of it is because... Um they purposely are they're they're clearly trying to make those two artists or those three artists I should say uh, shine. So I think that Epic High kind of knew that they were going to be the shining star of it. Like Epic High doesn't need that to be honest. They they don't need it. And if you like watch the fan cams and stuff from their solo concert, they're they're monsters. Like <laughs> they're so good on stage. It's crazy. So it's clear yeah. that for like Mama they were toned back and they they let um, they let basically the idol shine on an idol stage because it's a stage for yeah. idols. I mean, yeah, that's true. And Mino shined the most, as he should. Well, uh, other than that, uh, who else performance was good? Um, I don't know. Uh, a big thing, what people were talking about, because um, they kept um, saying like, oh, we're gonna have this very big, you know, kiss scene. Yeah, blah, what blah, happened? And, yeah. yeah. And that happened. 
did not happen. So people it were didn't. Like, oh, go for it. Oh no, I was just saying it didn't happen, and like I guess like maybe they had something planned, but I think in the end, the last minute, last minute they probably like scrapped it out. Yeah, I don't even know who like would have done who would have done it. Yeah, there's an article about it. The kiss was supposed to happen between Gukju and Seho. At the end, they had a performance in which Gukju, I can't remember what song she did, but then Seho came out and sang a Taeyong song, and they were like performing. Oh, Oh, yeah, they they did. They perform right next to uh, Taeyang, yeah. and then they're supposed to kiss. And at the in the middle of it, Sung Sungho push or uh, Seho, sorry, pushes um, Gukju away. And the conversation that they have is relevant to the kiss. He's like, "Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this." And Gukju's like, "But we have to. We have to." The the kiss scene was supposed to happen between them, and in the middle of it, they ad libbed and decided not to do it because they're comedians. So, <laughs> the kiss was supposed but to happen like, planned all the like, way. But I'm kind of, I, I guess because they're comedians, but I, I don't think, because they were like, this supposed to be bigger than, like, you know, the last, you know, because the last one was. Well, yeah, Hana they hyped it up like it was going to be, you know, like, top Hyori levels of, you know, which. Yeah, there were you know, so many rumors, like, one, like, there was rumors like Taeyang and Soyu, which is kind of weird. I'm like, where's this coming from? I <laughs> heard that rumor, too, and I was like, please, I, God, yes. This is the first time <laughs> I've heard that, and I kind of, like, what? I was like, I'm going to be down with that. I heard Taeyang and Ailey. Yeah, I heard Taeyang and Ailey because Ailey is in love with Taeyang, and I was like, they can't do that to her, like... There, that won't be her. Oh, no. I, was, I was laughing about that rumor though because people kept making doing drawings of the kissing scene, ha- of, like the kissing thing, and they kept putting like drawing Taeyang on top of like stairs or something to kiss Soyu. I'm like, she's not that. Yeah, I thought um, the general consensus was that it was supposed to be YB. So I don't know if maybe there was something else they planned or that they wanted when they teased it and people said no. Um, I can totally see people being like no since the since the Hyuna, um Hyunsung one got like bad press as opposed to the top Hyorin or one that got good press. Yeah, I got huh. bad press. People thought it was really awkward. I mean, nowhere near. And then they tried to lie and be like, "Oh, it 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 didn't happen. They didn't actually kiss." That's how bad it. That's how bad. Even though they very clearly, they didn't kiss. They never touched. Yeah, even though they very faces very smashed together. Even Um, for a quick second, I thought maybe it was supposed supposed to be between Mina and Ailey because she Ailey danced with Mina for their their performance. Like right before Girls Day were gonna do their something performance, Ailey pretended to be one of the back dancers and she danced with Minna. I was like, mm-hmm. Could you imagine the <laughs> drama that would have came I from know. that? Uh, it would have been awesome. Jesus. That would be amazing. In South Korea. God, they would have went nuts. Um for me. Uh I thought I thought YG kinda shined the most in terms of performances, but I also think that their performances kind of generally let them do that. Um, I thought that the sum performance was really cute. Like, the fact that everybody did it and people got to sing with other people. I'm glad that Bora actually got, like, a pretty long part, but YPO? I don't I don't understand YPO. Um, there's so many real rappers. Why not Mino? <laughs> Why not Bobby? Why not B.I.? There's so many real rappers. And then, or Zico. Why not Zico? And they pick Pio. Like, 
And Rapmon. And Rapmon. Rapmon was there. Why not Rapmon? No, we're gonna we're gonna pick Pyo, the worst of them all. <laughs> all right, whatever, <laughs> fine. Let's do it. It's fine. Uh, um, speaking of that, though, of YG, um, there's also the news that came out that SBS is going to bring back awards for this year's Gaiotation. So they're gonna um, actually. Well, that's not quite. It's a fest. They're doing a festival. The Daejin is going to be completely separate from the award show. Oh, okay. So but they're the still separate. Is going to everything. Well, it's a full festival. Because usually before Daejins, what happened was at the end of the Daejin, there'd be one award, which right. is kind of like that big award. So it's only one, it used to be only just like one award, which like DBSK and like them like you know used to win. Um, uh, golden the golden disc. Yeah, the uh, golden. Or no, that's not what it is. Golden disc is no, the Daejuns, and, and they would only just be one award, which kind of brings like artist of the year, pretty much. It's kind of like artist of the year. Yeah. So it's just one award for the Daejuns. They used to have it, but then like the last few years, they like scrapped it out. They stopped doing it. Well, I mean, there's already people there, going. kind of saying that this is an excuse for YG to kind of pick up some awards and, and you know, kind of, yeah, um, yeah. you know. That this is all just a, uh, you know, this is all just, you know, this is put together explicitly for YG to, to, you know, gain some press in the end of the year prestige. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, are they super close with SBS anyway? Yes, they are. Okay. Yes, they are. Oh yeah, because Inky in. Uh, okay. Which would this oh. one? There's one station that they don't get along with, right? Which one? They don't KBS. get along with KBS because KBS is in love with SM. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I I knew it was some sort of like. Mnet is like neutral territory now. Um, SBS is YG's like KBS for SM basically. That's yeah. And then everybody else is kind of like, oh, they like us, but they don't like us as much as this group or this label. Um, but no, what's weird, and I get that, because they're bringing that award show back. They're going to have their award show that they didn't have last year, but I'm pretty sure they only missed like one year of not having SBS award shows. So hmm. I don't really understand why people are causing such a fuss about it. Also, it's not like YG didn't clean up at all the shows they were at. They just didn't win Album of the Year, Artist of the Year, blah, blah, blah. But they, they took all the rookie... They've taken all the Rookie of the Year awards now. They took Best Song. They took Best Male Performer. Like, what... I mean... The only award they haven't won is Best Album, Best Artist, and if they win it at S, or if they win it at SBS, I guess people could say that. But um, I, think I just want to see two anyone perform. Yeah, end of the it, year. That's what it's gonna be. It, like people are weirded out because it's gonna be like a YG fest, but SBS Daydream is always a YB fest. So, or not YB, a YG but fest. People, so. people, people always complain. Last year was uh, SM, and it was and it was an SM party at Melon Awards. And, Blah blah blah. Yep. Uh, and the same thing this year. People were complaining about Mama being an SM party. Uh, it's yeah. like, yeah, what, whatever. It was like, it's a party, but you know. Well, I mean, after after this, and I don't know which comes next. I mean, we have what the Golden Disc Awards. Yep. And yep. then I don't know. I think yeah, that's well, it, right? Um. I think there's one more, but it's like until next year. I forgot the name of it. Oh, okay. And Golden Disc is is usually. Um, does anybody know what that is is done by? 
Album uh, sales. I'm pretty sure Golden Disc is 100% um, the, like, some some panel. It's like the, it's oh, like okay. the Oscars, right? Like the Oscars, okay. Nobody cares about your fans. It's not about fans. It's about this okay. panel. Yes, it so is. That might be it's a little like interesting. It's <laughs> okay. It's it's... Like, like all the awards, including Golden Disc Awards, are, is bullshit because it's because every year it's about idols as well. Like, oh, okay, well, look, I'm sorry. All awards in the whole world are BS because none of them are 100% fan votes. What are you I'll just be no. interested to see who will win some of the awards instead of EXO this time, if that's the case. <laughs> uh, you should look for EXO on your map because they'll be winning. Well, they'll be winning, but um, maybe not as much. Like, I, they, I feel like there'll be some If they do not different. win... Album of the year at Golden Disc. I will literally party. Oh, <laughs> literally, I will throw a party. I will damn because they're gonna win. Yeah, it's gonna be a big battle between EXO and uh, Super Junior for that because it was Super Junior's big year of com- their comeback. So which you know, is I still don't understand. It shouldn't be either of them, but whatever, fine, no. fine. I'm so. Well, EXO, I would think more so than Super Junior. I I, I don't feel like they made both their like, albums were garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, moving away from garbage for a moment. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I just, oh, just to kind of because I think I'm guessing we're kind of wrapping up, Mama. So just to go, go back on it. Um, I just want to say I'm so proud of 2PM and Chunke's happy face <laughs> was enough for me. And I'm like, okay, that's it. This is it was all good for me because just seeing him being so happy that go crazy oh. won an award was enough for me. No. They won the award uh-huh. that they deserve too. Like if anybody deserved music video of the year, it is the funnest music video in 2PM's go, go, go Crazy. Like that video, every version of that video was so fun. They're they have too much fun in that video. Like, I, I can, if I'm in a bad mood, I'm gonna put that video on. I don't even like 2PM. I'm gonna put that video on like a hundred times, and I'll be like, all right, I'm good. Let's go. Whatever. I can take the world. <laughs> go crazy. I'm here. So well, they told, yeah. They were so I'm, happy when they won the award. Like, yeah, they, they, they should be because they totally deserved it, and that's like a project that they had their whole heart into. You know, it's silly, it's ridiculous, but it's so much 2PM, and I'm so glad that they won. I'm glad yeah. JYP wasn't completely shut out. So, you know, they they, they got. Awards. What do you mean? I'm good. Even if, <laughs> if 2PM hadn't won that, they won uh, best solo dance performance. Oh uh, yes, on me. Oh Come yeah, that's now. what I said. Yeah, that's what I meant. They weren't completely shut out. They got, you know, they got the awards. They should have got three because Miss A should have won for Hush, but whatever, fine. <laughs> I don't disagree with you there, but, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so... Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Kiara. Oh, no, because, you know, a lot of people were expecting 2PM to perform because when you were when they were going on their breaks and stuff, they would be, like, coming up, 2PM, um, Soteji, you know, like, when they're announcing, like, who's coming up for performance, they would always say 2PM, and 2PM did not perform at all. So people are kind of, like, questioning, I was like, why wasn't 2PM performing? Because they kind of gave a feel that they were supposed to perform. And they never said anything, like, exactly why. But there was just, like, oh, because Take didn't go because he had to film for his his variety show. So he didn't go. So it was just five of the members. So Nikun was, like, oh, um, because Take wasn't here. So we, but um, do expect uh, big performances for the Daejun, so whatever. I don't think... 
personally, I think they didn't perform because they got shafted. And I think that they played the safe card because I know everyone and everybody knows that like the Mama organizers were really, really upset with JYP for not sending all of JYP family because Miss A didn't go, and there's no reason. Got Seven didn't go, and there was no reason other than the fact that they already knew they weren't going to win that. They they weren't going to win the one award that Got Seven had a chance at winning. <laughs> Which I mean, I don't blame them. Like obviously, I I mean, I liked. I like Got7 more than I like Winner. Winner deserves to win Rookie of the Year. It's fine. They destroyed with their with their debut, so it's cool. They they totally deserve to win. But people feel like JYP was like, "Nah, we're not even going to bother sending them." And the punishment for that was the lack of JYP anything on the stage. So I think they also rebelled by that because 2PM didn't walk the red carpet neither. Like if you watched the red carpet event, they weren't like you didn't see 2PM at all until right like, like a little bit before they announced the best music video um, for them to win. Like, but you did not see them at all until around. Oh, time. wait, wait, wait. 2 p.m. Were, was there? They were yeah, there. 2 p.m. was there. <laughs> they walked up to get their award, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. No one went to get their award and chill. Exactly. Oh, like, like the, that's what I'm saying. The only person that you got to see was Sun Mi. She was the only person you got to see for a little yeah. bit. So. Yeah. I mean, they clearly. I feel like you can clearly see them punishing JYP for not sending like GOT7, letting GOT7 have a stage after the fan vote was like, we want GOT7's dance stage, give it to us. And they were like, nah, we're not going to send them. <laughs> Sucks. Like, for me, that hurts my heart because that's another chance for <clears throat> in Hong Kong. And no. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, if anything, nothing else, that's missed what I want. opportunities. Okay. Oh, and well, also, shout out to the cameraman who kept pointing to Nikun while <laughs> he was accepting her award. Well, it seems like the general consensus here is that the awards weren't anything spectacular, but it was entertaining. I saw a lot of it was boring and bland, and uh, I feel like... Everybody can cry more. <laughs> the only thing I'm truly disappointed with them is that they did not mention Ladies Code at all. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that. that was something I was like, I felt like, I mean, they did mention them on, they did get the, you know, uh, the, the tribute on the Melon Awards, but I feel like you know they should have a little something. I don't think it's too much to do something for. Yeah, I don't think it's too much to do a little something for them on every award show. Like they didn't have to do anything grand or big. They can just kind of slightly mention them just for a little bit. Because I know they did like they did kind of a tribute for that rocker who also just uh, passed away just recently. IU sang his song. That was their tribute to him. Um, mm -hmm. They didn't have to do that for Ladies Code if they didn't want to. At least maybe show their photo or just be like like just a little. 30-second video of them. That's it, you know? They misstepped yeah. in not having a, like, girl, like a, a compilation of, or not compilation, but like a collab of the girl groups that were there doing um, um, Thank You, I'm Fine. That's what they, or I'm Fine, Thank You. That's what they should have yeah, done. Yeah, that would, that that would have been nice. Cool and everybody would have cried, and it would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe, uh, that's the only thing I was thinking, maybe the the whole situation is still so raw, considering, you know, how <laughs> tragic and how violent it all ended. Maybe they didn't want to bring something so emotional into I don't into the show. I don't know. That they should have closed the show that way. It would have been beautiful if they closed the show with a tribute to Ladies Code. Like Yeah. 
they did this whole like song thing for what was it with Yoon Hae and what was that singer Lee Sung Chul? They performed yeah. about uh, for young girls around the world and stuff like that. I don't know if you saw mm -hmm. that with uh, Forrest Whitaker did like a ten, was on the video for ten seconds there. No, you guys mm -hmm. didn't see that. No, I didn't see it. No, me neither. I mean, Sorry. I guess because they had two things of tributes or whatever, they felt like adding a third one would be too much. But I, I don't think it would have been too much. Well, yeah, yeah. It, I thought about tributes that would be like the first thing on my list, but I don't know. Maybe they have something else planned for them in one of the other shows. Possibly this, you know, maybe makes up for this. Maybe it's a big one. I don't know. Um, we'll have to see, I guess, um, because um, the year, of course. As we mentioned earlier, the year-end specials are coming up, so more collaborations, more special stages. Um, my favorite thing, um, see um, who gets paired up together, what kind of to their show this year. I'm praying SBS does a Jack G uh, stage. Yes, Jack G <laughs> and Tae Ailey, please, for some Daejun. I don't care which one. Just give it to me. <laughs> Anything with Ailey, basically. Um, yes, basically kill. Doing stuff. Like, basically <laughs> kill. Ailey <laughs> featuring Mama Moo. Do it. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my God, I uh, dead. Woo. Dead. dead forever. Oh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, but yes. Um, so end of the year is coming up. Uh, very soon. Um, be 2015 before we all know it. And um, of course, we will be celebrating right along with the rest of you. Um, we will have our special year-end show either next week or the week after next. Probably one of those weeks because Christmas will be the week after the week after next. So we will be doing that and be talking about all of our favorite, favorite moments, uh, favorite songs, favorite videos. Close out to 2014 and good style and hope for good things in 2015. So, uh, anything um, else anyone want to bring up or talk about? I just want to give uh, a shout out to Exit because they have like they had a real yeah. turnabout with their, yes. their song. So they happy. just blew up. And they're back to performing um, music shows and number eight on the chart. Everyone yeah. go yeah. back and watch the show from when EXID came back originally because I fanboyed them. I, I'm not going to do it again because I'm so much more excited. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that they're back. God bless those beautiful women. Uh, like, I, saw their, I guess their kind of comeback stage uh, yesterday on Music Bank, and they were like yeah. fan chants and everything. I was like, look, look at these girls. I'm not yeah. really the Exit fan, but you know, congrats to them. Like this is yeah. kind of like a Cinderella story, a beautiful Cinderella. Story. <laughs> they went from having in this set of promotions for this song, they had fan meetings where they only had like ten people there to like incredible loud fan chants. Like I it's just God bless whoever made this like thing happen. This Christmas miracle for them, dude. Like this is their Christmas miracle. They got it. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out in uh, brand new music has a new song called uh, song out for like their little compilation thing that they're doing. 
in Verbal Gent's part, he has a moment of silence for Ladies Code, and like the whole music cuts off, it's like a legitimate moment of silence within the song, and it's a very sweet tribute. A very small, very uh, sweet little tribute mm. for Ladies Code. So please go listen to the new, brand new song, show it a bunch of love. Like, it's a very sweet thing for him to do, especially because he's not an idol. He has no reason to care, and he took the time to care, so it's very sweet. Yeah, more than Mnet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this yeah. is also last minute shade, you know. Okay. <laughs> but are we going? Oh, sorry. Are we going to wrap up? Oh no, no. Yeah. All right. So, uh, everybody, that was yeah, that was the mamas, and um, hopefully we're um going to look forward to some new good K-pop music for 2015. Uh. As always, you can find us on SoundCloud at Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Not Your Average Netizens. Tumblr, uh, Shannon's uh, still making waves on there. And we also have our Gmail, Not Your Average Netizens at gmail.com. And Tim, you're very good at this. Um, what am I leaving out? Uh, did you say Facebook? I, I I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mention the Facebook. Um, there you go. We have Facebook. This is this Facebook. <laughs> and um, hopefully uh, for the new year, we've got some new things coming up. Um, so for those of you that uh, still listen to us, that have been um, following us on Twitter, um, um, interacting with us, thank you very much. Um, we appreciate all and any support or criticisms constructive or otherwise, and, um, you know, and, yeah, uh, Not Your Average Netizens Fighting, um, going into 2015, and hopefully um, we can keep going from there, and any anybody want to add to that? Hmm? Yeah, thank, thank, bye guys, and thank you for listening. <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> I think that pretty much sums it up, okay. Um, so, yes, we will see you next episode. Uh, likely will be our year-end wrap-up, and um, we will see you then. So, until then, bye, everybody. See you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.